In the jungle, the mighty jungle. I have no idea. Uh, a weem away, a weem away, a weem away, a weem away. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time and you don't know who I am, if you don't know who Leo Flowers is, uh, I have a master's in counseling psychology. I used to counsel inmates and married couples. And uh, I'm also a personal trainer. And I do stand-up comedy where I travel the world. I'll be in Vegas this week. So that's who you're listening to, Leo Flowers. Uh, I have three sisters. Uh, my birthday is March 18th. Um, and that's about it. I played college football. I don't know why I'm going through this whole list. I'm recording this very late at night. Not very late. It's 8.30 p.m. February 10th. And uh, I usually record these in the middle of the day. And so I'm feeling a little wired. I get I get wiry loopy at night. So I have no idea how this podcast is going to go. I'm not responsible. But today on today on today, 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 we're going to talk about um, how to not be how to be alone, but not lonely on Valentine's Day, because Valentine's Day is coming up. February 14th, and suicide rates spike. They shoot through the roof. People think it's like Christmas and Thanksgiving, but really as the as it starts to get a little warmer, um, you know, April, May, June, I know Valentine's Day is February, but, you know, everybody's, everybody's all in love, and all the movies are about love, and people, everybody's, it just feels like everybody is walking around, holding hands, making googly faces, um, you know, everybody's just in their sweaters, and uh, they got these, have these amazing plans for the weekend. They're just not celebrating Valentine's Day. It's a Valentine's weekend. We're going away for the weekend to blah, 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 blah. You're like, yeah. Now, for those of you who um, will be celebrating alone, but not lonely, right? Not lonely. I want you to realize you will not be alone on Valentine's Day. And the reason is, is because there are millions of people who will be celebrating Valentine's Day or spending Valentine's Day um, without a significant other. So you're never alone because there's always somebody else somewhere in the world, uh, maybe your next door neighbor, who is in the same situation as you are. And you know, we feel like we're alone. We are not. There's somebody who has uh, had a similar childhood as you, somebody who's from the same place as you, somebody who likes to some of the same foods as you. Like, you know, yeah, I get it. We're all snowflakes. We're individuals. But we're all snowflakes and made of the same thing, right? So, there, there always point is there's always going to be some commonalities along with some differences. So there's somebody, there's somebody out there. You, you, we're not alone, people. You got Leo Flowers. We're here, and we're talking about it. And of course, we always like to start off every episode with one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. 
as if you need to call and talk to someone, anyone. Um, and then the other number is 1-800-784-2433. Pick the phone up now if you really need someone to talk to. Don't wait till later. Don't wait till after the pot. I'd love for you to listen to the entire podcast and and get something valuable from it that changes your life. Um, but if you need someone to talk to at this exact moment, pick up that phone and you call them. And I promise you, I, 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 I've been honest with you. Like I said, I've talked to them twice. And both times I have felt amazing afterwards. And to add to that, to add to that, to let you know you're not alone, I'm going to read you um, a text message that I just sent to my cousin. Where is it? Um, let me scroll. I'm, scro- I'm scrolling, people. I wish I had scrolling music. That's what I need. I need scrolling music. All right. So found it. Uh, all right. So, um, my, you know, I have a, a horrible habit of responding to people 10 years later. Uh, when they message me, and then I go, why am I alone? It's because you're not responding to nobody's messages. But anyway, so um, my cousin texted me. He goes, wait, how did I get that? How did I get it? Oh, so my cousin texted me. He asked me, he goes, are you good? And I replied, a part of me feels lonely as fudge but working on it right and I want to stop there for a second because a lot of times when people ask how we feel we feel this pressure to always be like oh I'm good things are fine we're great and what we're really doing is we're lying and lying is is not good and so the same way we feel comfortable with telling people that we're good and we're happy and things are great and we can't wait to share uh, the amazing news, we should all also be willing to share uh, when we're feeling lonely, sad, uh, discouraged, disconnected, et cetera, et cetera. Anxious, embarrassed, ashamed, whatever whatever the feeling is, right? So then my cousin responds, you not lonely, bro. You got me, sir. Pick up the phone or I can head out there, cuzzo. Cuzzo's cousin, for those of you not up on the slang terms. And then he continues to say, I don't mind road trip, and you know you always welcome to drop in here. Now, I know my cousin's uh, uh, language, vernacular, whatever. It, it, it sounds like he, he, has, he has maybe a high school education with, with Cuzzo, and I don't mind road trip. But, you know, when you're texting, you're texting real fast. He's very educated. I think he's working on his Ph.D. right now. I'm a, I'm a little jealous about that. Um, I'm going to have to look into a Ph.D. program. Um, and then I responded. I drive out there, but I'm leasing my – whatever. So the point is, is that I responded with sincerity. I was genuine. I was vulnerable. And my cousin had my back. Now, that's not always going to happen. Sometimes you're going to text someone that you feel lonely, and then you'll hear nothing from them. But the good news is, at least you'll know what kind of relationship you guys have. You'll, you'll know that that's not really, or maybe that person is just not in a space to, 
to handle it at that moment. And it's not necessarily they're a bad friend. It's just, you know, it kind of caught them off guard. They were just asking how you're doing to be nice uh, and to check in on you, which a lot of us, you know, oftentimes do. And then when somebody hits us with the realness, we're like, uh, 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 I did, uh, oh, sorry, going up on a tunnel, uh, losing connection, uh, didn't pay my phone, whatever, you know. So I just I'm just pointing this out to say to, to encourage you, to inspire you to really be honest in sharing how you feel and where you are at the moment. Because I got to tell you, as soon as he started responding with all that love, you know, my loneliness uh, dissipated. Did it completely disappear? And, and is it something that's, you know, was it uh, a, a permanent fix? Of course not. But it got me through that moment and it, it reminded me that I had other people, other resources to use besides the 1-800 numbers. So much so that I started writing on a board. I had another friend reach out to me because he heard, you know, he found out I'm doing a podcast and he was like, yo, like, you know, if you ever need someone to talk to, you can call me. So I have people reaching out to me because I've been vulnerable and been expressing these thoughts and ideas which I, I never had before. And I'm about to turn 43. And I'm just now getting comfortable with saying, yes, I have these thoughts. I've always had these thoughts. And, you know, uh, I'm not the I'm not always the happy go lucky person that you see. Um, you know, a part of me is. And then there's another part of me. Yin yang, baby. That's how the that's how the universe operates. Light and dark. So. With that out the way, we got to go into our gratitude. Three things that we are grateful for. Uh, one thing that I'm grateful for is, I know this is going to sound strange, fiber. Um, <laughs> I know, you guys are like, what? I am super grateful for fiber because uh, fiber makes me feel full and uh, it curbs my carb cravings. And uh, when I go to the bathroom, is there is just boop, boop, boop. it's just it's real quick just done just helps keeps everything flowing smoothly and it pulls out any type of uh environmental toxins that are in my system so shout out to brussels sprouts to uh cilantro to raspberries and split peas and quinoa and beets and broccoli all the fiber out there i just want to shout you out real quick to keeping everything, you know, flowing smoothly in Leo Flowers. Uh, the second thing I'm grateful for uh, is the rain. It, it's been raining in L.A. And, there, you know, there's just so much pollution because we're so overpopulated. And, uh, and I mean, that's part of it and, you know, whatever. There's just always a lot of smog. So when it rains, the skies are beautiful, beautiful clear and then you go hiking and um i get excited because then i sleep better too because the the air quality is better so i feel better and then i do better and etc cetera, etc cetera. so super grateful for the rain that we've just had and then uh lastly i'm, I'm grateful for uh you listeners for you for you tuning in every monday and thursday to, to share with me, to commune with me, 
to uh, to uh, this is a symbiotic thing. This is not a, a one way transaction. We're both getting something out of this. Uh, you guys are really giving me life and purpose. Uh, in Japanese, they call it um, uh, ikigai. I don't know if I talked about this in the last podcast, but ikigai is your reason for getting up in the morning. It's spelled I I K I G A I ikigai, and so every morning you're supposed to set your ikigai, and um, and so you guys are are a part of that. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. All right, so now I want to talk about. There's been some news this week in uh, in suicide, uh, uh, and Ronda Rousey. If you don't know who Ronda Rousey is, she's an MMA fighter. She's out there killing the game, and we're gonna get into the whole Valentine's Day stuff uh, in a second, right after this. Uh, but Ronda Rousey, shout out to her. If you don't know who she is, she was uh, the the MMA uh, women's champion for. For for years, and I, I don't know, I had and like judo champion and just an incredible record uh, in in the octagon in the ring. Uh, just a, she's a, she's a fighter. She's a strong woman, and uh, I don't know what that noise is that just cut on. Strange. What is it? Hold on. Ah, my refrigerator just cut on, but um. I am oh, but she just opened a suicide prevention pod uh, podcast, a suicide prevention center here in Los Angeles, and the reason why, and I want to say part of the reason why, is that her father and her brother both took their lives, and after she lost a fight to Holly Holmes, she uh, and and that was that was like her first loss in. I think ever, I think she was like under, yeah, she was undefeated up until she fought Holly Holmes, lost the belt. Um, and there was so much on the line at that moment. It wasn't just uh, a loss. She really, um, she had so many things that were lined up that were, th- that hinged on her winning that fight. And because she lost it, like the book deal, movies, like everything just kind of disappeared for her. Uh, so much so that she talked about how she wanted to take her life um, after the loss. And and the thing that the way she was able to cope. Right. We're always talking about coping skills. How do we how do we cope with the feelings, with the thoughts, with the with the impulses, um, with the you know. And she said that as she was thinking about taking her life, she started thinking about her husband and she was like you know what I she was like I need to have his kids and I know that that's a you know when you when you look at suicide prevention people talk about suicide prevention really do you know really is part of the conversation you know have kids right but it it's about creating an icky guy a, a purpose a reason something bigger than you, stronger than you that can pull you out. And interestingly enough is that having children for women has shown to drastically reduce uh the suicide rates. And so it it's 
it, it's it you know her thinking was in line with what uh, the research shows us, and and it's because you're thinking about someone other than yourself, and you know it's like their life is on the line, and 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 now you're trying to save a life versus thinking about taking your own. And I'm sure the other factors that play into it is hormones come into place and and, uh, and people start to gather around you so you feel more connected to your community because now your significant other, family, friends, people are paying more attention to you, um, so they're coddling you more. And it's all about your, now the focus is on your health and how you're taking care of yourself and you know, doing all those right things. So there's a number of ways. It's the community. It feels like the community is coming around you and putting arms around you. Um, and and at the same time, I think it's also you know when a woman becomes pregnant, an opportunity for her, like if she's having a bad day or feeling a little off or needs some time, that she could she feels free to express that. Right. Um, I'm gonna have someone. Uh, oh, someone. I'm gonna have a friend of mine actually on the podcast uh, pretty soon. I probably I say soon, but like in a, in a month or so, uh, who uh, has gone through postpartum depression and uh, was submitted to a psychiatric ward. It, it got uh, so bad. We're gonna have her on to talk about that. So, um, but for Ronda Rousey. Shout out to her for opening a suicide prevention center here in Los Angeles. I don't know exactly where it is. Um, and for finding a way to save her life and to cope with the feelings, you know, um, and and to, to, to push through. So shout out for that. Uh, all right. So now we're going to talk about how to not be how to be alone, but not lonely on Valentine's Day. We're also going to talk about what movies to watch on Valentine's Day because you, you could watch the wrong movies and that, that could send you in a whole uh, horrible direction. And we're also going to talk about why you maybe have been lonely for uh, you know the last couple years or decades or however long it's been on Valentine's Day. So we're going to talk about all that stuff, right? I'm excited Valentine's Day. I I currently I'm I'm seeing someone, but we're both so busy that uh, we're not going to be able to spend time on Valentine's Day. Uh, I'll be in Vegas. She'll be here, uh, and uh, you know, we yeah maybe we'll Facetime. I don't know, but uh, but I I will be physically alone uh on valentine's day but you know i'll be in vegas surrounded by friends and family so i won't feel lonely all right so let's start off with how how do like how do we how should we spend valentine's day if we're going to be alone um so let's start off with the movies let's go right into it have a movie marathon you know like Plan the day. Now, Valentine's Day is going to be on a weekday. It's going to be Thursday. So nine times out of ten, you'll get up, you'll go to work, and then people at work will be like, oh, so what do you got planned for today? You know, what are you, what are you doing? And here's what I want you to do. I want you to own 
what you're going to do to take care of yourself or what you're going to do for Valentine's Day. Meaning, if you're going to watch a movie or two movies or, you know, popcorn, snacks, and just lounge out and things like that, really own it and really be proud of it versus feeling ashamed or guilty or embarrassed by it. Don't diminish spending time with yourself because if you don't want to spend time with you, then nobody's going to want to spend time with you. So whatever you have planned for Valentine's Day, they're your plans and it's good for you. And it's it's you're doing the best that you can to make the best out of the day. Right. Um, but there, you know, I would recommend not watching romantic movies on Valentine's Day because they're, they're too optimistic, too hopeful. And it like it, unless you're going to watch it with a group of friends, if you're watching it with friends, then you can watch romance. But if you're watching it by yourself, I wouldn't recommend it because it's just too triggering. I wouldn't listen to sad songs on Valentine's Day. It, it just it could just really send you down a wormhole. But I do have a list of some movies that you should watch uh, on Valentine's Day that will empower you and make you feel uh, better about your life and in the world around you. Number one, I'm I'm just going to list like five. Right. And you can go to um, (laughs) there's actually. All right. If you if you just. It, there's actually a list on IMDb, on the website imdb.com, um, um, that and it's called "If You're Going to Commit a Suicide, These Movies Will Remind You How Much uh, Life Is Beautiful," and that's the title of it. So there are actually movies that they've listed off that you know you can watch. So I'm just going to name a couple of them, um, and only the ones that like I've seen, so I know for sure like. You'll get something out of it. Um, But at number one, and it's a movie that I saw that I thought was incredible and amazing. And I watched this movie by myself. It's very emotional, but also very inspiring. Um, Number one is Life is Beautiful with Roberto Benigni. It won a, uh, excuse me, it won a, uh, an Oscar and it's just an amazing movie. It's set in, uh, it's described as when an open-minded Jewish uh, librarian and his son become victims of the Holocaust, he uses a perfect mixture of will, humor, and imagination to protect his son from the dangers around the camp. Now, I know you heard the words Holocaust and you're like, no way, I'm not watching it. But uh, it's not like Steven Spielberg's uh, Schindler's List Holocaust. This is uh, 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 a light take on it. So, it, but you know, but what, still with the gravity of it. So it's not mocking it or making fun of it or anything like that. It's just very well done, and uh, it's just it's very powerful, very powerful and inspiring. So uh, I definitely recommend that. Um, at number four on their list, Shawshank Redemption. And I love this movie because once again, at the end, you know, the guy is going through trials and tribulations and he and you just think like it's going to break him. And he finds a way 
to make the best out of it. So that is a, that's a great one. Uh, at number five is Midnight in Paris, which I saw part of that. Oh no, I did. I saw the whole thing. It's a great movie. I love that movie. Um, you know, Woody Woody Allen. It, it, it depends on how you feel about Woody Allen, but Midnight in Paris. Uh, is a great movie. I definitely recommend. At number seven, they have Lion King. Oh, that's a great movie. Lion King, inspiring. Um, it's about overcoming any movies where somebody really is going through something, uh, a lot of obstacles and challenges, and they have to overcome. And it's it's it's, it's there's weight to it. You gotta love it. Now, at number eight, they have Titanic. I do not recommend Titanic. That man by yourself? I don't know. I don't know about that one. That that one I, I don't know if I can get behind. But I can get behind number nine, which is Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is uh man, that was a powerful movie. Especially like if you and it still holds up, you know, it's a nineteen ninety four movie. And it's one of those movies like if you don't know much about it, like you have no idea where this movie is going. So you're you're locked in for that reason. It's not uh, very linear in that you know you know most movies you watch you like all right this is gonna happen that's gonna happen that's gonna like this movie you're like I don't know what's gonna happen and so you're engaged the entire time um, and I'm gonna read off two more they have Amelie now I know I saw Amelie but I can't remember if I loved it I'm sure I didn't hate it because I remember movies that I, I don't like um, and hate um, and then I'm going to read off, let's see, they got the Chocolate Factory. I wasn't a huge fan of the Chocolate Factory. Oh, Slumdog Millionaire. That That's a powerful movie. And Toy Story. So they have Slumdog Millionaire at 21, to- Toy Story, and then uh, Beauty and the Beast. And I recommend, oh, and Wally. So there's a, a list of movies that you can watch on Valentine's Day that will it will touch you it will stir you but it will empower you and uh make you feel uh better about your life and what you know it'll 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 give you the moxie that you need to keep going so that was number one on how to spend your valentine's day have a little movie marathon right number two have a party, have some friends over, invite strangers over, you know, even if it's just one person who shows up, who cares? And and then, you you know, you, you watch a movie or you play cards or whatever, um, you know, it's, it's a chance to, to connect with other people. And don't be embarrassed about, you know, being alone. You, you stand up if you, if you have a job or if you play a team, like, listen, uh, I'm alone. On Valentine's Day, stand up on a chair, get up on a table, do some shirts off stuff. For those of you who listened to that podcast earlier about the shirts off, you know, so, you know, go so and just be like, listen, uh, I live at such and such. And anybody who doesn't have someone for Valentine's Day or if you do have someone or you don't like who you're with, come hang out with me on Valentine's Day. There's going to be uh, drinks but like healthy drinks because the last thing people need to do is really get wasted on valentine's day because you still got to go to work on friday because i think yeah valentine's is on a on a thursday um but invite people over 
have a have a thing or it doesn't have to be to your house. You could you invite them on a hike or invite them on a on a an excursion, but something, have a party, a get together, a gathering, something with with people, find a way to surround yourself. Um and then number 3 for how to be alone but not lonely is uh do some outdoor activity. Go go on a, like a 3-mile hike, 4-mile hike, get outdoors. Go, go kayaking, scuba diving, do something you've never done before outside. Now, a lot of the country, you know, I know I live in L.A., so, um, you know, we don't have snow. It's not freezing. You go snowmobiling, uh, build a snowman, build an ice fort. Uh, but there's so many things that, that you can do besides just going for a walk outside or hiking and things like that. Find a way to get outside and have some outdoor activity. Uh, number four, take a class, take a spin class, take a yoga class, take a, a art class, take an extension class, uh, just drop in on a class. Uh, even if it's something you're, you're not even interested in just, you know, there's, was it the learning annex? They have classes all over the place. Uh, usually libraries will have, uh, classes, um, and just, Go. It's, it's an opportunity for you to get out the house, learn about something different, get out of your head, meet other people, have other experiences, and then have things to talk about the next day. Like it's a win win across the board. Um, and a lot of classes are free a class, a seminar, a workshop. Get out the house, go do something different. Put yourself in a, in a space where. Uh, you can meet someone, right? Uh, even coffee shops, right? Coffee shops have like open mics. Go to an open mic. Go to a music open mic. Go to a comedy open mic. Get out the house. Um, I remember when I took a, a class, I took a, a workshop in Columbus, Ohio, and or London, Ohio. It's a small town outside of Columbus, Ohio. And because of where we were, uh, I, I didn't rent a car. I Ubered out there, and uh, and it was a we had a break for lunch, and I didn't know anyone, and a lot of people there already knew uh, each other. So as we were breaking for lunch, I stood up on a chair and I was like, I don't have anybody to go to lunch with. Can I go to lunch with somebody? And like four people raised their hand immediately, and it wasn't weird or awkward, and you know it was it was cool. Then I had lunch buddies, so. You know, don't, you know, be encouraged, be inspired to, um, you know, try to, you have to put, you have to, we have to put effort into meeting someone and connecting with other people. It, it doesn't happen magically all the time. You know, you're walking out to the mailbox, she's walking out to the mailbox, you lock eyes and then, and then it happens. Uh, that's usually not the case, right? Um, so uh, another thing we can do is uh, meet up with family and friends. Call family, call friends. Use this as an opportunity to make up with family and friends. You know, a lot of times we we're, we get in arguments with people. We, we shut people out of our lives. This can be a day where you, you say, I'm sorry, you get clarity, you say, can we move beyond this? It's Valentine's Day is a day of love. 
So it's about exploring how you can love someone and how you can love yourself and how you can maybe, you know, find a way to love your community through volunteer work. But it's just really about a day of love. That's it's what it is. It's not a Valentine's Day is not is not about relationships. It's about love. So, you know, meet up with your family, your friends, um, strangers. The, uh, you know, I, I want to read to you um, to, to sidetrack up just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, I want to sidetrack because, as I mentioned in the beginning, the suicide rates spike on Valentine's Day. And a lot of it is around. Part of it is people feeling lonely. And then another part of it is uh, people who feel lonely or, or going through a breakup um, and they want to make a statement like, oh, by by taking my life, then uh, then she'll know how much I love her and she'll always remember this. And people will be talking about this. And if you th- and if you're thinking like that, I want to read to you something off Reddit. And I don't really read Reddit a lot, but. um. Wait, what are the, all right, so, okay, so, someone posted on Reddit, I'm going to, I'm going to read to you what someone posted, and then I'm going to read to you the response, okay, so here's the post, it says, does Valentine's Day have a higher rate of suicide, question mark, I'm depressed due to loneliness, and have ruined my life, I figure if I commit suicide on Valentine's Day, I can at least make a statement against normal people who get to experience love. Sorry if this doesn't make sense. Been drinking as I usually do at night to forget my crappy life. Here is the response. And this is such an incredible response and something that I know I will always uh, remember. Right. The response is that reminds me of a Game of Thrones quote. Spoilers, if you haven't seen it, I'll be vague. There's a part where Tyrion tells off everyone for wrongdoing him. It turns out, it turns into a really great speech. It's moving and could bring a tear. His brother later confronts him because his speech made everything worse for him. He says at least he got to tell them, his enemies, what they really are. His brother responds, Yes. Brilliant speech. They'll be talking about it for days. This always comes into my head every time I think about turning my possible death into a statement. It would be useless in my case. I wouldn't even be a cre- I wouldn't even be creating a statement because of how fast my memory would fade. There would be no songs, no articles written about me. But people who dislike me wouldn't feel regret. Nothing would come from it. I may as well stay alive and make that statement instead. That's just the conclusion I came to. End quote. That is so powerful. I, you know, because I, I, there's so many people, and, I, and especially young people, and when it comes to uh, taking your life over love, where you you like you think this is going to make a big statement, and I'll show, and then it's like. No, they'll be talking about it for days. And then 
other things will start to take precedent. So we might as well, as the, the responder concluded, um, uh, I might as well stay alive and make that statement instead. Wow, that's powerful. I, I just It just clicked in my brain of, of how powerful that was. I might as well stay alive and make that statement instead versus letting my 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 death be the statement. Let my life be the statement. Wow. That's just a conclusion I came to. So I want to share that with you because, like I said, it, it, it spikes. And I, I want you to keep that in your head of they'll be talking about it for days. And I was like, wow. <laughs> All right. So let's get back into the list um, enough of things that you can do to be alone but not be lonely gratitude journal have a little gratitude journal write down the things that you're grateful for because a lot of times we're alone and we think about the things that um, that we're missing from our lives and the things that we want but you know taking time to acknowledge what we have uh, sleep late set goals there's a time for you to set goals for you to 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 come up with a strategy on on how to you know how to get yourself out of this uh feeling of of of, or how to connect with other people and, and bring more people into your life this um uh an example just what was today sunday so yesterday i was invited to a birthday party the birthday party started at 9 p.m. Um, and I had shows last night. I didn't get done to, with the shows until almost like 10, 30, 11. And the party was another 30 minutes away in the opposite direction of where I live. And I was like, man, I'm not driving over there. That's insane. And then I was like, but Leo, you've been complaining about, you just texted your cousin about feeling lonely. And here's someone who was, throwing a party with people, a person that you call a friend, and and what are you going to do? What, 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 do you, what else are you going to do? You're going to go home and you're going to watch like Netflix or Amazon Prime for a couple hours. When, and when that's time you could have been spending with actual people and connecting and growing your network and, and, uh, and, and, and feeling, you know, communal. And I, so I talked myself into it, and I had zero regrets about it. I really enjoyed myself. I didn't stay long. I, don't, I usually I give myself an hour, two hours max uh, at these social events. And, uh, and now we're, we're going to play poker and hang out. And I, got, I met some of my other friends there, and they're like, yo, we got to go hiking. So just in going to this birthday party already um, – it's it's exponentially grown my social network and my plans for the future and and things that I'm looking forward to that I otherwise would not have had the opportunity and I you know I met somebody who I opened like oh I gotta have you on the podcast and so it was like it, it was like a it was a win win across the board and I got home at a decent time and went to it was perfect it was perfect so I'm very grateful that I went. And, you know, I have to realize, like I said, it it's it takes effort in the movies. It, it looks like it it takes a little effort. But in real life, if you're really trying to connect and be with someone and 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 have a tribe, 
uh, effort has to be put into it. The same way with, uh, you know, uh, you know, getting in shape, starting a business, raising a family, effort must be put into it. All right. Uh, yeah, because a lot of times people are like, it should just flow. Everything, it should just flow. We just connected. Like, there were just no problems. And that's not life at all, right? Effort must be made. Um, all right. Uh, go to a play. Other things we can do to not to be alone but not be feel lonely is uh, go to a play, go to a concert, uh, skydive, go to a comedy show. Um, what else did I? Keep up your daily routine. That's a big one. It's Valentine's Day, and I think sometimes like we fall out of our daily routine because we think we have to, you know, the whole day has to be special and we got to come up with a million different things. Um, you could just stick to your routine. You know, you wake up, do your morning routine, you go to work, you come home, do your evening routine, and then you go to bed. It doesn't have to be, you could just, you could, you know, that could be your answer is I'm, I'm just sticking to my routine. Nothing changes like, cause the truth is, you know, if you're loving yourself every day and your routine is love, then, you know, nothing really has to, has to change. It's, it's, uh, it's all for you. All right. So with that said, last time, oh, well, I kind of covered that already. I was going to talk about why you're alone on Valentine's Day. But, you know, it goes back to like we said is um, it could be location. You might uh, I know a lot of people who live like in Montana and uh, there's so many in in Norway and Finland. like a lot of people live in isolated areas where there just aren't a lot of places or there's just not a huge population or huge density of people. So you could be isolated for that reason or due to financial reasons, or you have uh, limited physical mobility, whatever. Um, so there are different reasons for that. But like I said, there there's so many ways uh, through internet and uh, meetup groups, online groups, things like that, for you to get connected. And, and either if you can't go to people, find a way to attract and draw people to you, right? It, the universe works both ways. That's the beauty of it. Um, so I, I want to leave you guys with uh, this thing called Future Me. Now, I don't know if I should if I should read this. Oh, wait, did I? Man, my memory is not the best. So I'm not going to read because I think I read it before on a, on a previous podcast. But there's a website called Future Me. Uh, dot org where you can write a letter to yourself um, and then it'll eat they'll email it to you uh, you'll get the email uh, they'll email it to you a year from now three years from now you can set the date for whenever I always set it for a year from now and I received my email and it was just a bunch of shout outs to me and, and things that I wanted to get done and also I included um you know, how proud I was of, of whatever I did accomplish and pat myself on the back and, and blah, blah, blah. And um, there's a lot of things I had listed on it that I, I thought I would have done by now that I haven't had done. But I had to tell you, I didn't feel bad about it. I felt I felt empowered. I was excited about receiving it, first of all. 
and then I, um, and then to just to see what the progress was. It, it it wasn't about checking off all the things that I thought I'd have done on there, which you know that would have been great. However, um, it was but it was cool to be able to check some of the things off and be like, all right, we're moving in the right direction. So uh, go to futureme.org, check that out, and um, and write yourself a, a letter for a year from now. Or, you know what? You know, here's what would be cool. And I just thought of this. You know, go to futureme.org or have a friend go to futureme.org and have them write you a letter that you'll receive one year from now. I'm not sponsored by futureme.org. Um, it's just something that I think is a, a great tool and service. And it's something that uh, I want you, uh, I think, that it gives you a, a, a icky guy. You know, it gives you a reason to wake up in the morning because you go, oh, yeah, I got that. I got that. Uh, I got that email coming. And, yeah, it's going to come. You know, it's going to be here in a year. But, all right, so wh- what What are you going to do in a year? You know, so that means you got to keep going for the next year. And then just every year do that. So maybe you can set it up to where, you know, it's up to you to where you write um, uh email to yourself and then have someone write an email to you also and then then you get two emails at the end of the year and then try to add somebody else to it and then you have all these letters and all this love coming into you uh or you know you could change it like you get yours in a year you get yours from the other person in six months whatever it is but it's just good to get these random unexpected um love bombs I mean, you don't know what the other person's going to write, so maybe maybe there's no love and, and it throws you off or whatever. But hopefully you pick the right person and you're both in a good space. Um, but yeah, futureme.org. That's your homework assignment. Send yourself some love in the future. You know, hey, we don't have to get it all. It's not about getting it on, the, on, the, on this. We don't have to get it this February 14th, right? But we can lay some seeds. We can lay some seeds for uh, for the following week. All right. That's it for today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm at the Comedy Cellar in Vegas, uh, February 11th through the 17th. And then I'm in San Luis Obispo. Uh, the following weekend, and then I'm back at the Comedy Cellar in Vegas uh, that week of like the 24th or 3rd, uh, or like March 3rd or something like that. And then my birthday is March 18th, so uh, super excited about the the weeks coming up. Um, Super excited about being here. And, uh, you know, comment, message me, what, what, you know, what you guys love about the podcast, your thoughts, your feelings. I, I, I want to shout you all out for listening uh, throughout the world for, you know, I mean, this is the fact that we're global right now is pretty remarkable to have people in Norway, Finland. I, I love to shout out all the different uh, countries that, that tune in. Um, well, who else is out there? We have, uh, all right, Norway, Finland, 
My internet is super duper slow. Uh, we could shout out some U.S. the U.S. cities: Chicago, L.A., D.C., Virginia. What what? I see y'all out there representing. Oh wow! Look at that! Look at that! All right. Um, all right, so it's not loading up for whatever reason. That's all good. But I just want to shout out everybody who's who's listening. Uh, I'm on um, I'm on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, look up uh, Leo Flowers 2000. I post uh, every week, and it's not regularly, but I post what's called Leo Talk. So you can follow that hashtag, L E O T A L K S, Leo Talks on Instagram and you know it's just positive stuff that I post and uh what else oh I have t-shirts I got some t-shirts made I'm excited about the t-shirts the the first batch of t-shirts that got made that if you go on my Instagram you'll look I'm not a huge fan of so uh we're redoing it and but the new t-shirts oh I love them it's gonna have the same design but just a different t-shirt and fabric that uh that I'm excited about. So those will be up for sale pretty soon. Thank you for tuning in. Please rate, comment, follow me on Instagram if you're on Instagram, Leo Flowers 2000 on there. There is a before you kill yourself um uh profile on Instagram also with the same logo so you'll be able to recognize it. There's also a before you kill yourself group uh page on Facebook. Now, I will say this up front. I don't do a very good job of uh, maintaining those right now because I have a million things to do. And I just want, and my main priority is making sure that I get the podcast out to you guys every Monday and Thursday. Uh, so this is the primary thing. And then as time goes on, I am going to want to do more with the on, on the social media aspect. But for right now, I just want to focus on uh, getting a podcast out to you guys um, every week and and being consistent with that. That's uh, super important to me to keep this dialogue going. So thank you for tuning in. Peace.